0: Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. This is the podcast where I describe and analyze the single panel comic Heathcliff, available in newspapers around the country and syndicated on Go Comics website at gocomics.com Heathcliff. I do this for reasons I'm not sure of myself. Uh, I started doing it around the time um, things really hit the fan with uh, my parents' health. And I think there's probably something uh, to do with that in some tertiary way, if for no other reason than just about everything in my life has in some way acknowledged that. But why a discussion of a strange comic and what makes it strange when it uh, should just be, you know, sort of mediocre? um, Why that is the... Uh, output from a uh, fr- from from my trauma here. I-, I have I have no earthly idea. But I guess the only way you figure that out is is by doing it. I saw my parents last weekend. Um, it was a relatively fine visit. Um, they were in decent spirits and the uh, dementia that has been afflicting both of them was relatively subdued though definitely present um, you know that uh, so I did that and now let's do this I don't I don't know I don't know maybe I'm drawing an association where none exists and I just started doing this and it was just coincidental anyway That was my week. Let's talk about the Heathcliff comics for that week. So, uh, this is the Heathcliff comic for Monday, May 27th, 2019. As always, you can read along on Go Comics' website at gocomics.com slash Heathcliff. And just use the search function or the calendar function to find where we're at. So, this is weird. This one is especially weird for even a weird comic. This is weird. Um... We're in a backyard. It's not clear which backyard, but we know we're in the suburbs. We can see homes in the background in that brutalist gray. That indicates they are far away, but not that far away uh, because they're just a couple yards over. Whatever. Um, running sort of the lower quarter of the panel is a white picket fence, and then there's the... In the very bottom of the panel, there's the lawn that's in front of that fence. Heathcliff is standing on that lawn and he's standing at mid panel and he's standing next to a tree. And the tree runs from the bottom of the panel to the top of the panel, kind of in the right, you know, on the right side of the panel, but not too far to the right. Um, At the top of the panel is the tree's canopy, all green and leafy on the fence are two yellow birds. They would normally, I suppose, be in the tree, but that would be um, weird for a reason I'm about to describe. So um, Heathcliff is standing next to the tree. In fact, he's leaning against the tree. And looking at the way he's leaning, there is a pretty significant art error here that really makes it look weird. And it you know, perhaps not an error, but Heathcliff is often um, uh, drawn with one leg, standing and leaning with one leg sort of crossed over the other, that kind of, like, way, you know, a sort of rakish gentleman leans, where, let's say, you're leaning to your right, so you take your... So it's not enough to just lean your body. You uh, take your right leg... Cross it over your left, and now your left or behind your left, and now your left, your right toes are pointed at the ground. Your leg is sort of angled, and most of your weight is either leaning on the wall or whatever you're leaning against to the right. And your left leg, it's sort of this like casual way of saying, I'm leaning so much, I don't even use one of my legs. Um, Heathcliff's doing that. So he's leaning on, I guess, his left leg, his panel right leg. But what isn't drawn is the other leg, like the one that's supporting all his weight. So it kind of looks like he's drawn like a genie almost, coming out of a lamp um, with his left leg sort of bulbously. If the lamp is... If, if the lamp is like the ground, his left leg is sort of bulbously um, expanding into his body. And indeed, like the, it's drawn into the center of his body. Um, I don't know if this is just like a miss or is there's something that we're supposed to like puzzle over here. I certainly am puzzling over it, but it, it's not a standard drawing. It looks like Heathcliff is balanced on his left big toe, um, and has no right leg at all. It's very weird. But the expression on his face, regardless, is, um, almost overjoyed. His head's tipped back. He's uh, laugh tears are coming out. He's got a huge smile on his face. We can't see his eyes. Gallagher hates drawing eyes. Now, the reason this is happening, the reason that Heathcliff looks so overjoyed is because there's a face in the tree that also looks overjoyed and is presumably, I I think, we're, we're meant to assume that it has made some sort of wisecrack that has caused Heathcliff to laugh uproariously while leaning against it. And if you think about, like, so that uh, now we understand that this tree is, um, conscious and has a face, and Heathcliff is leaning against it, that's sort of a, it's a very intimate thing to be doing. Um, you don't generally lean against creatures you're talking to, but Heathcliff is, um, I'm just going to slide right past the fact that this tree has a face and can talk because why would you even think to draw that? It's creepy, but it's, there it is. It is drawn. It has happened. So, um, I, I, that's what I got there. It looks weird and creepy. Um, in the background, like I said, there are two yellow birds there in the panel left center on the fence, one bird's mouth is open. He's providing caption to the panel. He's saying, He's a friend of the trees. Okay. That explains nothing. Nothing at all is illuminated with that caption, which I kind of appreciate because, yeah, yeah, why would there be? Like, um, this incredibly strange thing is happening and we're all just sort of here with it. Bird's doing its best. Maybe, maybe the bird is like, I don't know what to make of this. I guess he's a friend of the trees. It conjured a face in the tree. Must be friend of the tree, unless it's some sort of curse situation, which could be where the tree suddenly is given like the power of, uh, of consciousness, which would be an incredible, uh, uh, it would, it'd be terrible for a tree to be conscious. Can you imagine being conscious and unable to in any way move your body and you just get sat upon by other pieces of nature? Uh, birds ram their beaks into you looking for, for the, uh, ants and bugs that crawl all over you and squirrels are constantly running all over you and this weird cat is leaning against you? Cat gets to go places. You don't. You're utterly reliant on on the sun and and the rain. And if one doesn't appear for a while, if either one of them doesn't appear for a while, you are screwed. That sounds like hell. Guess it's nice of Heathcliff to be a friend to this tree, since tree certainly would need a friend. Let's move on to the Heathcliff comic for Tuesday, May twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. Uh, we're at the mousehole set up, um, set relatively far back from the mousehole itself, so we can see um, most uh, but a bunch of the room. Um, but the mousehole setup, as usual, has like the Wall with the um, cross-hatched wallpaper and a mouse hole in the baseboard. In front of the mouse hole is Heathcliff, seated on a red velvet chair with a footstool in front of him, and he's got a piece of cheese that he's noshing on. Then standing around him are four mice. Two are holding uh, uh, feathers, that they're fanning Heathcliff with. One is holding a tray with yet more cheese, and one is holding a tray with some sort of drink on it that Heathcliff will presumably quaff. They're waiting on Heathcliff, is the point. Now, all that is happening in sort of the um, lower half of the panel, Uh, and then to panel uh, left, we see the corner of the... Wall that the mouse hole is in the baseboard of. And looking around that corner, as they often are in this setup, are a pest control guy and the elderly man that Heathcliff lives with. Elderly man is dressed as he always is, which is to say, slacks, collared shirt, sweater, hands thrust deep into his pockets. Um, The pest control guy, he's dressed in a gray uniform and gray cap. And he's holding a suitcase, I guess, or case, uh, which presumably contains all his poisons and whatnot. And it says pest control on it, just to drive the point home. Pest control, his mouth is open, he's providing the caption to the panel, and he's saying, that's some next level pest control. I do appreciate the amount of the time of the amount of times. That the words pest control are used in this panel. It's not, not typically a word people say in uh, in common parlance. Even if they work in pest control, I doubt they go around saying pest control as uh, you know um, the technical uh, as anything other than a technical term. But you know, there it is. Don't have a lot to say about this beyond that. It's a pretty standard thing for Heathcliff had to um, control these mice and rule them as he rules the neighborhood. So, you know, Yet had another slice of that life, I suppose. So let's move on to the Heathcliff comic for Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. Okay. Um... We're in a backyard set up uh, in the suburbs. You um. Okay. All right. There's a lot. There's a lot to say here. Um. Oh, boy. Okay. So... We're in a backyard setup. It's similar to the uh, one with the talking tree, um, but we're set a little bit farther back from the tree, and the tree itself is to panel left this time. Um, uh, In the tree are two yellow birds. They've moved into the tree to be yellow birds there um, because it's no longer weird for them to be in it because the tree doesn't have a face now. Uh, it would be, um, it would be weird otherwise, I guess, for them to be in a tree. Uh, I, I would feel weird about being in a tree if I was a bird and the tree had a face. It would just, it would unsettle me. Standing under the tree are Heathcliff and a brown dog, um, looking a little quizzical and or concerned or maybe just surprised. Uh, and what they're looking at takes up most of panel right from uh, lower panel to upper panel um, and it's a big fight cloud. you've seen fight clouds if you've ever seen comics, you've seen a fight cloud it's basically a whirling a, a, a drawn swirl that's very large and out of the cloud of swirl are come a couple creatures or, multiple creatures that are fighting with each other. So it's just sort of uh, designed to describe the chaos of a physical fight. And in this physical fight, we see that there are two creatures, a white cat with a pink bow in its hair and a yellow dog with a pink bow in its hair. And um, we see them doubled. So... You know, in the fight cloud, they appear a couple times each. Um, the the white cat is throwing a punch in each of the um, times we see her, and the and the yellow dog in one of them is reacting to a punch, and another time is getting ready to throw a punch of her own. Um, there are stars and dust clouds coming off of the fight. It's a it's a real it's a real humdinger of a fight and Heathcliff and the brown dog are watching it as are the two yellow birds we've seen the white cat before this is this is uh, often often depicted as being with Heathcliff in a romantic sense so um, I'm going to go ahead and call her Heathcliff's girlfriend we, i don't think we've gotten her name before at least not while i've been doing this podcast though i'm sure her, she has an historical name and she is named In this panel She's named by the yellow bird with the mouth open Who's providing the caption to the panel And the caption is Sonia handles the girl dogs And Sonia is spelled with a J So That's interesting Sonia handles the girl dogs So Heathcliff I guess Won't strike A woman dog And so that falls to Sonya to keep them in line, which I guess she does. Um, now, at the top, you heard me go, you, and that's because I scrolled down to the comments, which you should not do, but the first one... <laughs> so the, the, the avatar on the commenter, who is defined as being a premium member... Whatever that means on Go Comics's website, I suppose that means you pay a certain amount and like get access to comics. Okay. Um, the avatar is a GIF of a waving Canadian flag. Um, the name uh, next to that avatar is Alberta Oil. Yikes! And the uh, the comment is girl-on-girl, dot-dot, a voyeur's dream. Voyeur's does not have the possessive S, just vo- pluralized S. Um, <laughs> and then there are several comments under it, and the one I like <laughs> best is just the word no. <laughs> so that sort of somewhat redeems it. But you. Um, what a terrible thing to post publicly on this website and this comic that's ostensibly for children. Um, I mean, it's not even an actual cat fight, it's a cat versus dog fight. One, I, I just what is even why would you do that? Why would you post that? Why would and I guess like it's kind of funny to imagine the. Uh, gender roles of all of this because cats and dogs outside outside of the times when they are um, in heat, uh, and especially cats and dogs in America where they're they're mostly uh, spayed and neutered. Well, I wouldn't say mostly spayed and neutered, but pet animals are uh, predominantly spayed and neutered, I think. Don't quote me there. But you get me where there's a lot of spaying and neutering, it, it, gender is not really a thing that they seem to consider very much. Um, and yet this, who knows? I'm left with who knows. That re- that comment really took a lot out of my ability here. Let's move on. Just wipe the slate clean and go to the Heathcliff comic for Thursday May 30th, 2019. We're inside of the house that Heathcliff lives in with the elderly couple he lives with. And we can see it's sort of the front area of the house. Um, Most of the details of the interior are not really drawn in. But we the front door is open and we can see out into the suburbs beyond and we can see a few houses in the background and some trees and we can see it's nighttime. The sky is dark. There is a black cloud with the yellow moon in front of it. Somehow I've commented on that before. So I'll just leave that there. Um, seated in the door is Heathcliff, uh, in the door. He's seated in the doorway. Um, and his back is to us, and he's looking out at the at the scene. at sort of nighttime, contemplatively, I suppose. Standing over him with his hand on the door is the elderly man Heathcliff lives with. He's looking down on Heathcliff. He's wearing a um, a, a like red sleeping robe thing and uh, white slippers and pajama pants and. His mouth is open, so he's providing the caption of the panel. He's saying, now is not the time to contemplate the meaning of existence. So a pretty standard joke about, you know, cats generally being obstinate and in the way. Cats make obstacles of themselves all the time. You want to close a door? Well, a cat's going to stand in the doorway. You want to get... You want to type on your computer while your cat's going to walk on your keyboard, that sort of thing. Um, As well observed, it's funny sort of de rigueur of cats. Um, It's also, uh, you know, funny-ish joke on the idea that cats would have an interior world that would spend any amount of time in contemplation of the universe because, I mean, I'm not a huge cat guy, but, you know, I like them fine, but they don't seem to have a lot that's going on outside of like, I want to eat, I want to kill, I want to drink, I want to kill, you know, I want, I want you to pet me. Okay. I want to go back to thinking about killing. Um, that's the, that's cats basically. And that's fine. Like, it's not like, you know, most creatures, even most humans have, um, extraordinarily deep, thoughts. There's Heathcliff. As as he often is, Heathcliff is drawn with his back to us. And there's a lot, there's a lot that sort of works on me there about that. Like the fact that we so often see Heathcliff faced away from us, the people who are observing him is very interesting to me. Let's see if that's also the case for the Heathcliff comic for Friday, May 31st, 2019. And what do you know it is? Um, we are in some kind of, like, living room. It's the living room that Heathcliff, in the, in the home that Heathcliff lives in. And I've commented before that these rooms are ever-shifting, like furniture setups, but also just, like, the windows move, the entryways move. At any rate, in this one, there is a we're sort of looking a slightly skewed perspective towards a wall with a giant window in it. And the window is relatively unnecessary and kind of makes the panel a little too busy in my opinion. But um whatever. In front of the window is a low hutch, you know, like sort of a TV hutch, and on, indeed on, the, on that hutch is a uh, flat-screen television. And we can see there's a man making a goofy face on the TV. Um, but that's all we can see of the TV because Heathcliff, with his back to us, is, striking, is standing on his hind legs in front of the television striking a, like, Saturday night fever pose. You know, that famous John Travolta pose where, like, one hand is extended, pointing upwards at the sky, but he's not looking at it. He's looking straight ahead, and the other arm is sort of uh, like the handle of the teapot on his hip. Um, like, he's just done, like, the, like... Point down, point up, disco move That Uh, So Heathcliff is doing That For reasons And then um, In the lower Quadrant of the panel Are the three People Heathcliff lives with Seated on a couch, also faced away From us, faced towards the television And Um skewed just enough that we can see that they all have extremely grumpy expressions on their face. They're all yelling. We can see dust clouds of anger coming out of their mouths. There are several hands that are raised angrily, um, despite the fact that Gallagher hates drawing hands. I think he made an exception here for for the sake of emphasis. These are three cranky uh, people trying to watch television, and Heathcliff is dancing on the TV hutch in front of them. In the corner of the room, um, to panel right of the uh, television, probably f- three or four feet away, uh, and therefore in the extreme right of the panel, at mid-panel, are, is a fishbowl with two yellow fish in it. There's got to be something that could be said about the fact that birds and fish are the primary um, creatures we hear from in Heathcliff, but I'm, I, I don't know what yet. And I've been doing this for over a year, so who, who knows if I ever will. But I think that's the first time I've raised this particular thing. It's almost always birds and fish who do the talking in Heathcliff, at least the talking that the audience can hear. Maybe everybody else speaks a different language commonly. And birds and fish are the only ones that speak what we hear as English. That's, that's probably it. I probably figured it out. Good job, me. Anyway, one of the two fishes' mouth is open, so he's providing caption the panel, and that fish is saying, his annoyance game is strong. And again, as with the the, pan- the previous panel, like if there's a thing you want to be doing, and there's a cat near you, the cat will play for the attention instead. Just that's just life with a cat, right? So yeah, that's that's a well in- observed piece of comedy there, I guess. It doesn't really add much to the conversation. It's kind of cute to see Heathcliff attempting to annoy these people by uh, busting out a dance move from the 1970s. It's also, it should be noted, again, I've I've commented on this before, you have a, you have a cat with extraordinary powers. It can dance. Add that to the list. And yet you are still in this, like, relatively like middle class existence when you should you should be a viral video star making that youtube paper that's all not true right like all this stuff about like that gets put out about like people who make like who who suddenly blow up and make a million dollars on youtube in a year or like we're going to find out that most of that was, like, hyperbole at best, right? And, they, and, and that the people, it, there, there was, like, some sort of, like, mutual unstated agreement to lie about this between YouTube and its creators because, like, it was good for everybody to m- imply that, right? Probably. Uh, that's my guess. Anyway... This is the Heathcliff panel for Saturday, June 1st, 2019. What is happening? <laughs> um, we're in the rock and roll setup, um, or the Heathcliff band setup. We've seen this before. It's... Um, It's basically, as far as I can tell, it's like it started as a joke about how cats make noise late at night in the backyard, right? So um, it blew that out into giving these cats a rock and roll band that they would use to make noise. Great. And I'm somebody who has legitimately called 911 because when cats are in heat, it sounds like a baby crying. Um, and that was happening in my backyard and, or not my backyard, um, in the, um, concrete space behind my apartment that, uh, was filled with rats in Brooklyn. Um, that place, um, and and when I called, I was like ninety percent chance that this is a cat in heat, but like I gotta call you. It's three in the morning, and I hear a baby crying. And they were very understanding, and they sent a couple of cops. And the cops looked around and it was like it was cats, and they were understanding too, um, because that's everyone's job in that situation. So uh, I'm the point is I'm familiar with this. Like cats, yeah, cats make noise. Yeah, of course. Um. So there is that. Uh, there's the band setup, which is uh, we see the fence in the backyard, the white picket fence that's running um, mid panel. Um, we see Heathcliff and two other cats on the fence with uh, a couple stacks of amps. Um, the yellow cat in the center is the drummer. The gray cat to panel right is the bassist, and Heathcliff to panel left is playing a red electric guitar. We can tell it's nighttime. There's the cloud with the moon in front of it. Uh, panel right, there is um, the house that Heathcliff lives in with the family. We can see the family looking out of the, one of the upper windows down on the noise because, of course, the noise is keeping them up. And then we can see um, the audience for this uh, concert sort of standing in front of the fence, their backs to us. Now, every creature that is not the family in the window is wearing um, a beekeeper netting, like a white beekeeper costume and then that wide-brimmed hat with uh, a netting that goes over the face. Additionally, it looks like, I mean, I'm guessing these are supposed to be bees, but there are just a ton of yellow circles drawn around uh, Heathcliff and the other two cats and then the audience, and the audience is all beekeepers hatted as well. So I guess they brought the bees with them? At any rate, Iggy, the boy who Heathcliff lives with, who lives with these elderly people as well, his mouth is open, he's providing a caption to the panel, and he is saying, Beekeeper Rock. And why not? We've got Yacht Rock, you know, uh, Rap Rock, California Rock, we got all kinds of rock. Some of it's very, very, very specifically—I um, don't—I wouldn't say directed, uh, like aimed at certain people. Though so it is, but uh, more uh, very specifically designed to raise a certain uh, sense in the listener. So why not Beekeeper Rock? I don't know that the caption Beekeeper Rock really adds much to the panel, but you know. I think one of the rules that Gallagher has given himself is that all panels must have captions. So, gotta write something there. Might as well be Beekeeper Rock. Anyway, those are the Heathcliff panels for the week gone by, the week of May 27th. I hope you had a great one. I hope you're having a great current week. I hope you have a great uh, time until we next chat, uh, as always. Please do not rate or review this on uh, whatever they're using now that isn't iTunes, I guess, and or Stitcher or podcast app McGee, um, and um, have a great have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Okay.